Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, January 26th, 2023. Today on the Ether, straight facts and tinfoil hats about W. Lunk and the All Nodes Validator debacle. Hosted by Jacob Gadikin. Let's take a listen. Hey, everybody. Uh, to the audience, I just want to guarantee you, like, as soon as I get a co-host in here, somebody kind of kick off the conversation and stuff. Or if anybody wants to speak, you just request to speak. And then we'll get this thing properly kicked off. I don't even know what W Luna is. People keep talking about it. And yeah, that is all. Just one moment, please, while I gather the masses. Okay. Hey, does anybody want to come up and speak? Like, I am not good at driving one of these, like, by myself. Oh, here. All right, here. We got, like, one of the redeem themselves validators. I can get him up here. We got this one. All right, we're going to co-host this one. The, like lunk dev fund okay and then we we're like shit we'll co-host this other like redemption arc validator hey lunk how you doing hello jacob good thank you for asking how are you i'm weird you know <laughs> I, I just wanted to let you know this proposal that's up there um i generally don't have anything personal against you um i'm just so conflicted about this this whole story being blown out of proportion so hard i'll be abstaining i don't really want to pick any side um listen uh my personal stance as as a validator in cosmos is like i just obey governance so like you know vote your conscience man vote what you think it's cool if you abstain it's cool if you veto it's cool if you vote yes um i follow governance decisions and, and apparently like so does Do Quan. Um, I, I'm real confused about the article I just saw. Because, um, like, basically, uh, dude, were you here for any of that? Because I wasn't here for that. You know what I mean? Well, to be honest, Jacob, I'm, I'm going to tell you my, my story pretty much. I will be, you know, as I said pre and last time, I will be getting a, a second node have it up and running you know right now i'm still doing the test on the test net and then you know when it's ready i will be having mine in singapore do it through ssh and then um you know have both running collect enough you know data to see how how i'm doing on my own and then essentially all nodes what they did already they kind of made like a new validator dashboard where you can, you know, now pretty much access it yourself and do various things. But I know it still doesn't, you know, compensate for the fact that, you know, our keys were compromised. So, you know, no hard feelings. Everything is fine. We'll work on it, fixing it. Cool, man. Dude, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, and, and like, by the way, 808, you know, um, you want to fix stuff, right? And the end of the day, I figure that's all that matters. Um, I I don't think that you're to blame uh, for all nodes activities, uh, not at all. Uh, actually, and I don't know if you exactly fit the profile because I, I think your team has some like genuinely technical people on it, but like by and large, when I spoke with you know, people who were using all nodes. I mean, how do I put this? There's not a polite way to say it, but please understand I'm not I'm not talking down on the validators. I'm talking down on all nodes, okay? Um, like it seems to me that they, you know, really quite intentionally uh targeted 
folks who simply could not run their own or, or didn't know how. And I do believe that they lied to them. And the, the reason I believe that is so on their website and on their Twitter profile and like all over the place, you know, it says really clearly that they're non-custodial and, you know, in our business, um, we define custody pretty tightly. Okay. What I mean by that is that, uh, like the way that we define custody is, um, we we define custody by like do you have the keys right um in fact there's not really to my knowledge any other common definition of custodial or non-custodial um and like that that seems really dishonest because the, the the way that I view things, right? So you have like your custodial exchanges. Binance is a really good example. Binance takes custody of your crypto. Uh, by the way, I'll just say I think Binance does a really really good job. Uh, actually, I have been a longtime fan of their work. Um, they made you know an easy to use, very clean product. But it is a custodial exchange. And what that means is those are not your keys. Those are not your coins. But they always seem to have operated like in an honest manner, you know. Um, even, you know, with Cosmos assets on Binance, like you have to put a number in the memo field. And by the way, I'm American. I can't even use Binance. My wife uses it. And one time she forgot to put the memo in the number, uh, the number in the memo field. Uh, and you know, um, they, they fixed it. She contacted support. They took care of the whole thing. It was her mistake and, and they, you know, took care of it. Um, and well, I guess if I'm to like, just shift topic a tiny little bit, um, Guys, and and anybody's invited to speak, okay? Anybody. Uh, I, I'm, I know people talk shit about me or whatever, and I say controversial things, but I really, really try to stick to only facts. And um, look, I, I spent time investigating the Do Kwan story. And when I say that I spent time investigating it, I mean that I spent... I don't know. It's really kind of a lot of time since the crash. I I don't know if I've ever like told this story, but during the crash, okay, that was like a very, very hard work, hard week for me. I, I imagine for many of you, you know, it was the same. Um, I, I didn't invest in Luna and I, I had, relatively little lunk okay um or did i say lunk i meant ust anyway doesn't matter um however i have friends okay i won't name them because i don't want to embarrass anybody or any shit like that like i have friends who had seven or eight figures on anchor and so during that week um, I was, it was awful guys. Like, uh, you know, they, they would contact me at different UST price points. Right. And, and I'd be like, why? Well, I, I don't know. And they're like, should I wait? Should I just like get out right now? Like, I, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. Right. And, um, so. All right, my friend's trauma sort of became my trauma, right? And um, what I mean is that so for the majority of that week, I, I didn't really sleep. I don't think I was at home uh, at all. And 
if I did sleep, like I was just sort of passed out on the couch in my office and then I'd get up the next day and, you know, a whole bunch of people, whether they were total strangers or people I had known for years, um, you know, they were contacting me and really everybody was in very dire straits, right? Um, but I want to share with the audience how I wrote the document WTF happened to Tara. Well, the way that that document happened is that I had, I have at the mon at the office, I have three monitors. Okay. So I had one on Twitter. You all know I'm a Twitter fiend. I had one. It was the UST Toluna chart and a couple of other like related price charts, right? And then I had a third, and I have to be honest with everybody here, I don't think many people had this third chart, okay? The third chart was the view of validator performance on ping.pub. Um, guys, somebody attacked that network and like hard. Uh, and I'll, I'll share with you guys another thing. I don't think I'm wrong to mention this. And I, and I don't think that like Jaquan or Pung will mind or for that matter, the Crescent team. Um, so I am Jacob and I had a bunch of different roles at Tenderbit, the company, right? All in bits, many different distinct jobs. I did hardware research. Uh, I worked on Starport slash Ignite. And the last work task that I had was, um, was to review the gravity decks for the Cosmos Hub and to help to organize the test net for the gravity decks for the Cosmos Hub. And um, so, I mean, that got legit interesting because the finding was that, like, you could, okay, you can, um, Sorry, you cannot compromise that particular DEX. And by the way, I, I doubt that Crescent has these issues anymore. Although, to some degree, every public app chain has this issue. Okay, um, so I just I just want to make it clear that I'm not singling out like Crescent or the Gravity DEX approach for criticism, because I do believe that this is kind of universal um what i what, what i found was that it was possible uh to i'm uh, sorry it's not possible to compromise with an economic attack it's not possible to compromise with an infrastructure attack but when you combined the two you could do some pretty crazy shit. Um, let me drill into what crazy shit is. The, the criteria that I had identified as like, okay, we're going to use this as our way to measure things was, and I quote, un unfair economic advantage. Okay. So what I was asked to assess was like, in which scenarios could anybody get an unfair economic advantage versus anybody else, right? And I tried a bunch of ways, uh, both like uh, by testing against the test net and in theory, okay, of doing an economic attack. 
I tried a bunch of ways of doing infrastructure attacks. But there was this, oh, and by the way, both of those failed. You, in, in both cases, like you could get some smaller advantages, um, but they were not meaningful. However, when you combined attacking the infrastructure and attacking the economics, you could mount a meaningful attack. And um, so I guess what I'm saying is over that week or so where Terra exploded, culminating in the 12 hours or so, where you know supply went from like 90 million or something to like the 6.9 trillion that it currently is um i observed that i saw that happen um i also want to say that like i'm let's say 99% confident that that nobody is intentionally putting design flaws in Cosmos products, okay? And, and I'm including Doquan in that. Um, I think that there were certainly mistakes made, and, and this is just evident from results, right? Like, if there were no mistakes made, then it wouldn't have been possible for Sam Bankman-Fried to mount his attack because the chain would have been resilient to it. However, um, I even, I even kind of have a theory on, in fact, I think I'm pretty certain exactly where the issue is, which is just uh, UST was too synthetic. It was too easy to get. And it also the 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 notion that it should just trade directly into Luna, and that that's what killed it because that price was fixed as a dollar or at a dollar, so the chain would always give you one dollar of Luna, um, you know, e even if the price of Luna had fallen dramatically. And okay, so. Let's fast forward to today. Let's talk about all nodes. So, <laughs> look, guys, I, I don't know everything, okay? In fact, it's, it's quite interesting. You know, in the 90s, in the early zero zeros, you could, like, read the internet, right? Um, you go to slashdot.org, you, you could find all the nerd news and, and be pretty well informed on, like, the whole internet. Um, of course, that's no longer true. And in the blockchain space, um, the same sort of dramatic expansion has happened. I, I do remember a time when it was possible to sort of like keep up with the majority of the happenings in, say, like, Bitcoin and oh well then we had bit shares and da 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 da, da right but the, we don't live in that time anymore. There are now so many projects in the blockchain space that I just want to say that like there's lots of stuff I don't know. There's a tremendous amount of stuff I don't know. Um and one of these things apparently was that Doe tried to fix what we now call Lunk. Um, guys, hi, I'm, I'm Jacob and I, I launched a largely failed chain in 21. It's called dig the, the, the like basic aspect of its failure is that a war in Ukraine started and Ukraine had adopted really great cryptocurrency legislation and I'll go ahead and I'll define really great for everybody. Um, when I say really great, I mean that like it would have enabled settling real estate directly on chain. Okay. 
And so uh, our team at Notional was like the technical partner in that. And our, our business partner uh, was a gentleman named Adam. Uh, he also lives in Hanoi. And he's also, you know, worked a great deal in crypto. Now, right now, that chain is pathetically limping. Okay. A um, couple of reasons. One, economic. Two, technical. Am I going to fix it? Yes. And <laughs> so I saw this article today from the block saying that all nodes who, if you ask me, they're literally uh, stopping myself and anybody else who's actually concerned about security on Lunk uh, from fixing the problem, uh, they're, they're stopping that too. But all nodes blocked Doe's attempt to go in and clean up his own mess. And guys, look, an ethical founder they'll go and clean up their own mess. Um, you know, it's, how do I put this? When you try really interesting stuff, there's, there's a certain chance you're going to fail, right? Um, by the way, if we want to talk about, oh, let's blame Do Kwan for stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you're a little bit too brash, right? <laughs> like, I'm sure you've all seen the tweets. Um, nonetheless, with this new piece of history, I, look, I, I'd already kind of come to some conclusions, uh, because of, let's say Sam Bankman fried and FTX and the pretty clear reality that there was an orchestrated attack on the chain. And so when I wrote my article, um, you know, one of the things that I said is like, I actually, I, I don't have conclusions. It's not going to be possible for me to be concrete enough about things. Um, however, fast forward to today and, uh, knock on wood that I'm not tragically incorrect here. I... Look, I, I think what happened in May is like a murder story. Uh, I certainly think that bad things were done to the chain. Um, but I don't think that Doe did them. If we just sort of game theory it out, there was no money in that. There's, you know, you have to look at like, who benefits? What's the upside? Well, I certainly don't see any upside uh, for Doe in, um, you know, in, in, in the crash of the chain, right? In a, in a really, really horrific tinfoil hat world, of course, anything with sufficient volatility and a short market, you can bet against it and make money. But I'm not seeing it. I guess the final straw is that when I look at Allnode's business model, which they have a website that's like, nah, we'll we'll take your keys and like that's cool. Like we'll just do that. It's fine. No, this is really secure. We can't impersonate you. Guys, that's nuts. Um like Lunk 808. Co-host here, sir. I'm I'm very glad uh, you know to have you up here, and I'm very glad that you made the probably really freaking difficult decision to trans transition your node, um, guys. He's gonna for at least some period of time lose money on this. So he voluntarily, you know, stepped up and said, "Well, I want to offer higher quality. I want things to be secure." So I'm going to lose all of my delegators at some point and move to a new node. And I just want to say that's very respectable. I thank you for it. It's 
we won't make proof of stake work without honest validator sets, really. It, it'll, it'll fail and it'll fail like horrifically and in bizarre and unpredictable ways. Hi, Yura, what's up? Hey, man. Uh, what's a way to mitigate just sending someone their seed phrase via like a, a chat or like a sharing service like Keybase or something? How would. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you see. It's really easy. This is the other thing that scares the crap out of me um, about uh, about all nodes. Okay, so Ira, um, Notional has run exactly one white label validator. Okay, exactly one ever. And actually, we were very very transparent about it. We like told the whole Nomic community that we were doing it. It was for a guy named Yaro, the Cosmo Cosmo Diver. I also want to tell you, Yura, that, that like we failed Yarrow. <laughs> I feel terrible about this. Um, but um, I can tell you how to do it securely. I'm basically, uh, so a validator has two pairs of cryptographic secrets, all right? You have the one that signs blocks, and you have, like, your wallet seed phrase, okay? And, uh, well, a third party can sign blocks for you. And how do I put this? I don't view that as ideal because the validator, you know, they're like sort of missing one of their cryptographic secrets, right? Um, but, it is not the end of the world. And that's how we did it for Yarrow. Okay, so we ran Yarrow's node and he had the seed phrase. So Yura, I'll describe to you now the exact process that I believe the majority of white label providers use, but all nodes has just suddenly decided doesn't matter at all. Um, here you go. So what you do is either the client or the provider makes the key pair that signs the blocks. You do that like Terra D init validator name. Okay. And you do that in a terminal. After that, you Terra D tendermint uh, show dash validator or some such. I may have the command slightly wrong, okay? But then that gives you the validator public key, okay? The client who holds the seed phrase because the provider never ever should hold the seed phrase because, oh my God, mass scale corruption opportunity. Um, the client signs it, okay? and then the signed transaction is broadcast to the network. And then you have a new validator, but the, the validator is a service company or the hosting provider. They do not have their customer's seed phrase. It is impossible for them to impersonate their customer. Um, and look, this is, it's really important. Um, if you don't do that, then you have created a situation where there simply can't be trust. Because all nodes owns, all nodes is, all of all nodes, 34,000 white label validators across 67 chains. So another thing that I think has been missed in the conversation, guys, this isn't a Luna or Terra issue, okay? This is an issue that exists across 67 chains and involves 34,000 nodes. Um, it's really large and 
I mean, I, look, I guess sort of the last straw for me was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. When Doe tried to fix this chain, Allnodes very publicly blocked him from trying to fix it. And we know that Allnodes has all of the seed phrases to their validators. Because, by the way, guys, like, look, the power balance changes very significantly when somebody can instantly and totally compromise your business, right? And that is what Allnodes did to 100% of their clients. So when an Allnodes customer says something, I mean, honestly, we can't really believe it because all nodes can destroy them in an instant. You know what I'm saying? And let's um let's let's um break it down a little bit in terms of um how that could be not not specifics, but like as a company with access to possibly with access to these keys that can be used to do these things, they could basically do this in one command, right? Like this isn't like a, there needs to be a massive conspiracy. It's like, well, you have the keys, you have the interface to the chains, you can do whatever you want. This is like Web3 technology. Well, honestly, you're a, I'm going to claim conspiracy. I'll tell you why, okay? Um, over the past approximately 18 months, maybe almost two years now, Okay, I've built out a network of validators and Notional Labs is the primary operator on, it's like 31 main nets and I think like a half dozen test nets, okay? And Yura, that was really hard, okay? So what I'm saying is that all nodes, they know how to do key management. They must. If they didn't, they, they'd, they'd be dead. And I mean, I, I've seen what happens to Notional's competitors when they decide, well, they don't, they don't decide to have a key management lapse, right? But like they have, they, it's occurred and it's, it's awful. Um, I'll even say that like, hey, I'm Jacob and, you know, part of, our business at Notional is, is managing cryptographic secrets, and I want to tell everybody, like, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Just, and, and by the way, I, I also think that validators who are terrified of this, if you're scared, like, you're probably doing it right. Um, because it's legitimately an incredibly hard problem. If somebody were to get a hold of our seed phrases, um, they would be able to be us. And well, we'd have to do the same thing that like David is in the process of doing, or like Monk 808 is in the process of doing. We we would have to, you know, tell the community, hey, like there is something wrong with our keys. We're going down right now and we're gonna come back up. Um that's also why for the validators who took that stance, well, I don't see any attempt by, by David or by Lunk808 or by uh, Toxic Labs to steal from anybody or to harm anybody. And just knowing that, like, look, my own business, you know, rests upon doing that stuff well. Um, I'm definitely trying to, like, treat the victims of all nodes the way I'd like to be treated if some shit hit the fan. Cause I, you know, David is here. I, David, I invited you up to speak, but if you do want to come up, you know, please go for it. Um, your accent is delightful. Um, but like, eh, how do I put this? You, you treat people how you want to be treated. Right. And um, that's why, I mean, I, I don't want to just like toss the users of all nodes out on the street. I don't want to accuse them of 
deliberately planning harm to the chain. I, I absolutely don't believe that because I've spoken to all nodes users. Um, what, what I want to say is that you do not build a network system of the size that all nodes did and not know really basic key management stuff. It's impossible. I've watched people try to do it and fail. And that's really where my tinfoil hat comes out. And then you know, I suppose to, to give the last layer of tinfoil and then hand off the mic to, to anybody else who's speaking, the last layer of tinfoil for me happened today. When I saw the article about the vote, I saw that it was all nodes who, who blocked uh, Doe's attempt at fixing this chain. And I, I look back at, guys, the stuff that, you know, myself and, and Notional did for Lunk, I assure you, it really was a lot of work. Um, I'm not sure that everybody in the audience, like, knows where the work went, but it was a ton of work. And to know that that was already attempted, but then rejected by basically the same group, I don't know. My my tinfoil hat came out in full effect. I I've always remained very hesitant. Okay, like like with respect to, well, what about Doe? Um, working on Lunk has actually warmed me up quite a bit. I the community is really fun. Um, but when I read that article, I was like, oh, geez. I don't know what's up. And I'll, I'll let, let others kind of kick in with their thoughts now. And by the way, if you want to speak, guys, just request to speak and I'll, I'll invite you on up. Well, for me personally, Jacob, it's, you know, I think not knowing enough to be able to do, to do it on yourself is not a good excuse because at the end of the day, it's, it's some sort of a responsibility. It's, it's, it's a job, if you will. So um, if there is an issue, you know, feelings aside it's it's a business you know we have to be taking the necessary steps and i do agree with one thing it's not sustainable it's not scalable to be building on you know someone else's rig if you will and then have these you know potential risks you know exposure to risk and liability that's not even in your hand it's like you're doing everything fine but then it's not even your fault but then you still go down with them. So, you know, just to kind of mitigate risk, I guess it's, it's the best thing to do to have maybe, you know, an, alter an, an alternative version to move forward. But because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters, just moving forward. Yeah, I mean, that's right. And, and, and you know, what I want to say to you is like, I know for a fact you weren't trying to harm the chain. And I also want to say, I, I don't know that for a fact about all nodes because they guys they are professionals like you don't grow to that scale without being good at your craft and that is really scary to me because um like for example the response to what i said um eh, well their you know their response was highly unprofessional and i can't square that with the reality that that team is clearly very good simply by looking at their scale it's that's a large operator come on up in hello jake jacob hello Link. eight ways um i just hopped in so i don't know how long how long you were speak already speaking and what's already been spoken of. Um, how long is this space going? 36 you know, minutes I, and 48 seconds, Anne. I, I've been rambling. I've been rambling hard, Anne. But, you know, you can bring up any topic you'd like. <laughs> this is kind of just talking. I'm trying to figure out how to change the title. Uh, you know, my colleague, Jake Hartnell from Juno, he's always changing the title of his Twitter spaces, but I don't know how to do it. I'm just an amateur with this. 
well, when you look up next to what's already written on the right side, pretty much you will see like a pen. You press on it, and then you change the title. I think the title is not very uh, weird or something. Straight sex. That seems a, a good title to me. But Jacob, um, I want to ask you something. Maybe someone else have asked you this already. But um, I'm going to do it. If someone asks you this already, you just can... Um, answer in very um uh, like they already asked this um i'm from holland so my english is not perfect so you know um my question is this one um you came to work um at this chain in um september is this is this correct yeah, approximately so, you're right. Okay. Um it's now um end of January. Um is it possible that you um would have known this um when you came to work at our blockchain? Oh, that I could have known earlier? I mean not really. I like it is possible in um i'll i'll give credit where it's due here okay it was lunk Dow who tipped me off to this um he he shared with me some of the screenshots i've been sharing of the um you know the all nodes team just like straight talking about well you know the ceo has all the seed phrases Oh, by the way, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm the CEO of a blockchain infrastructure company, but guys, I, I don't want to, like, have a bad end or, like, get hurt, you know? So I can assure everybody here, hell no. Like, you can, uh, well, look, pe people have been hurt over seed phrases, like, literally, physically hurt. Um, and you know, therefore, no, I don't know everything. It's intentional. Um, and, you know, we're, I'm not going to tell you, you know, more than that, right? Because that would be inappropriate as well. But I, I guess what I mean is that you really need to have a risk minimization strategy in place. So, and the thing is that like, there is no reasonable world where somebody like me would expect to learn that the all nodes team thinks it's okay to publicly discuss that their CEO has seeds for 67 chains where they have multiple validators. Um, that just, well, I mean, the other trouble, Anne, is, as I was saying earlier, I actually do believe that that's a, a quite skilled team. I believe it's impossible to grow to their size without knowing how to manage keys. And this is, I guess, where we get into, like, the tinfoil hats and conspiracies, because what the hell? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then my second question is, um, would that would there have been another way to uh, communicate this with, uh, for example, only the people who were working on the L1 team or um, with the Terra Grants Foundation or <clears throat> um, some people who were working behind the scenes? So um, it wouldn't have caused such big harm to a lot of another hard no um the reason i'm giving you like a hard no is that um okay at the end of the day it's not possible to rotate keys 
for a validator. Also, at the end of the day, we can see clearly that the L1 team doesn't think that all nodes is a problem. Uh, the gentleman who was working on oversight, basically like making sure that people do their jobs, uh, guys named Lunk Dow or something, not Lunk Dow, keep in mind. Lunk um, Burn Army. Lunk Burn Army, thank you, thank you. He has directly said like, yo, we we don't think all nodes is a problem. Well, he look, and that means Lunkburn Army is incompetent. Okay, um, and I really mean that. Uh, I really mean that because, like, that's a fatal risk to this chain. Um, if if somebody who's like supposed to be overseeing technical work doesn't feel that all nodes key management practices are a problem, they should not be working on any blockchain because that is exactly how you compromise a chain. So, I mean, I, I just want to tell you, and I, I don't think that it would have been possible. And I want you to know that I did have some private conversations and I want you to know that they did not get traction. And I want you to know that that is why I did what I did. Okay. And then uh, my last question, um, after you, um, you, you caused, uh, no, that's the wrong words. After you said this to the community, um, and um, well, there After I revealed that all nodes had fundamentally corrupted this chain. There, I, I fixed it for you. Sorry, I did. I, I, oh, well, um, I mean, you were like, you were like, after you caused, you see, I didn't cause a damn thing. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, I, I rephrased my words. Well, I know, I, I know you did, and, and that's, that's why I fixed it. I revealed, I revealed, I spoke that all nodes had deeply corrupted Luna Classic to the degree that many of Luna Classic's validators couldn't be trusted. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you for helping me helping me with it. Um, well, after after you. Um, helped us with that um you uh posted some um uh i don't know how you did it but you posted some uh, tweets with bad validators and good validators and um in the list of good validators uh, your validator was one of them, and um, it came a little bit strange um, to the. No, I, I, hang on, uh, I'll just I'll, I'll I'll nip this in the bud. I'll save you the time. I run a good validator, like we do good at Notional, and I'm very comfortable <laughs> putting us on lists of good validators where like we are the primary operators. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with self-promotion either. Um, and guess what? Like the, the list essentially compared shit to good. And I don't mind making that com that comparison. Like I, I just simply do not see a problem with it. I do not see any conflict of interest in it. I think it is in the best interest of every user of this chain. And let's let's make sure to think of this as Jacob's definition of good and bad. So it doesn't have to be yours or anyone else's. So in his uh, ascertainment as a security professional, whatever, that's his that's his list of naughty and nice. So um, if someone takes that the wrong way, um, like these are the evil people, and these are the good, kind-hearted people. Then well, actually, that's let, me just say, let me just say, I never, I never said that any of the, the all nodes users were evil. 
I said that they were compromised, and that's a really big difference. Um, like, let me make very clear to you that I'm painfully aware that it is possible for any validator at any time to be compromised. And that includes us. And so I went out of my way to not, you know, describe all nodes customers as evil bad. I described them as compromised, which is correct. And the correct thing for a compromised validator to do if they give a crap about the chain, that is, is to immediately remove 100% of their self-bonded state. Their validator will be instantly jailed. Their delegators will not be slashed and their delegators will be free to redelegate. And like, um, that process was intentionally designed. It is the oh fuck escape hatch that is built into Cosmos. And so, and I, I and also you're, a, I, I just want to say that like, one, I'm very comfortable asserting notional quality. And two, I, I also, I, I realize full well that like compromises are not always the fault of the team or people who have been compromised. And in this case, it was very clearly all nodes fault. Uh, Jacob, can I ask you one more Hello, question? Can you tell us what will happen with Luna, with Luna in February? Oh, sorry. No, I mean, I, I, dude, I, I can't really tell you anything, buddy. And I apologize for that. And the reason is, like, I've stepped down from development. And the reason I've stepped down from development is that, like, my company, my team, my people take huge risk uh, working along somebody like Tobias, uh, who does not understand fundamental security principles. And so, like, we simply refuse to. And so I, I, I it, it won't be possible for me to tell you what's going on in February. Uh, Jacob, can I ask you one more question? And then I will be going down to the listener panel. You can absolutely ask anything you want to. Ed. Okay. Um, when you, um, you posted that you were going to leave the um, L1 team, and but you uh would be keep running your validator um so you will be you still will be here in in a kind of way um did you leave um when you are leaving um um because you seems to know how to fix this problem that there uh, apparently is. Um, well, just so you know, Ann, I, I want to correct one thing. Uh, I can't fix all nodes. Um, it's only the user community that can fix all nodes. Okay. And what you need to do, you need to uh, move your delegations. It's probably better if you redelegate instead of undelegate. So change your delegation from one of the compromised validators to a non-compromised validator. And just to the audience, I want to let everybody know, I am aware that I don't have all of the non-compromised validators in my list. And if any validator wants to reach out and be added to the list, like I've, I've you know, the document is pretty clear. They just have to send me a Twitter DM and I can talk to them and we can get them on the list. Um, but I want to make sure that we don't add any more all nodes vote power or give all nodes any more power in governance. And there's, how do I put this? There is, well, so point blank and very bluntly, and I can't fix the all nodes thing. That is actually the delegator's job. If delegators feel that all nodes has harmed this chain, then what they need to do, they need to redelegate away from all nodes and they need to redelegate away from all of the validators uh, who use or used to use 
all nodes. And that actually solves the problem. However, okay. Ann, there's not a way for me as Jacob to solve the problem. Delegators have the power there. Mm -hmm. um, I had one more question, but I forgot it. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I've been a little bit of reading about you um, after this all happened because um, I actually didn't know that you um, were at the team as, yeah, I know you your name i did know your name but i didn't know how you were as a person so um i know you are a well-known person in the cosmos um environment and that you um are well respected there um, um so um besides every personal issues and uh, personal emotions. I want to say, um, I'm sorry that you're leaving. Well, hey, I mean, I, I appreciate that very much. I do want to say that, like, basically the single option that's, that's available to sort of, like, preserve Notional's involvement. So, guys, our commission on our validator, it is very high. It might be the highest in the active set. We are 9.69%. And the reason is, of course, that I, I like 69 and uh, also that if we have a really high commission rate, um, we can earn enough from that to fund like full involvement in the chain. I don't want to close out that opportunity. Uh, I actually said to a very respective, excuse me, very respected colleague of ours uh, that Notional frequently collaborates with. That's Clymen's crypto crew. Today he announced that he was going to leave uh, Lunk. And I, I'm, I'm trying to tell him, well, I mean, maybe you shouldn't because like we need the real ones. Um, and I also want to tell you that like, I don't really want to leave, but I'm not, I cannot put my team at risk of the kinds of bugs that I fear that Zardar would like put into the code, not intentionally, by the way. And I want you to understand, I, I don't think that Zardar is badly intentioned. I don't think he knows the Cosmos stack. And, you know, that's leading him to say really kind of dumb and dangerous stuff uh, and leading him to have some beliefs that, I mean, if some of his code ideas were implemented, you can kind of kiss the chain goodbye. Um, and, you know, I, I will say to the audience, just in case anybody who's capable here uh, you know, wants to try to approach some of the issues because this is an open source project and anybody can contribute, literally anybody, that's beauty open source. The Okay, if we put all nodes to the side for a second because really like it's only the delegators, it's only the community that can fix the all nodes issues. Okay, I can't. Um, and like, even if, you know, nobody delegated to Notional in that process, if delegations moved away from all nodes and all of all nodes customers, and I've outlined all of that in the Google document, um, this chain would be safe, okay, uh, from that threat. Now, there's a couple of other threats. There are a few that I'm not going to, you know, speak about publicly, of course, but... Um, I will also just go ahead and say that, like, you know, every chain has, like, a few weirdnesses, right? Uh, and there's nothing particularly glaring about the weirdnesses that, that Luna Classic has, and they're very fixable. There's one issue that is kind of specific to Luna Classic, though, and it's, it's, it's worthy of discussion, because this chain was, was really, really successful. Uh, for a rather long time. And what that success means 
from a software and systems perspective is that this chain was really big. Like it required a lot of disk space. And that uh, makes it very difficult to work with. Okay. And that is a legitimate risk to the chain because uh, it is so large that just for example, it's really challenging to create a new Genesis file for it. And for another example, um, it it's very slow to work with. Like, you know, Terra archive nodes can take a half an hour to start up. Now, I I'll also, you know, I, I said that I'm comfortable with self-promotion, and I am. Folks, Notional's Terra Classic nodes don't take a half hour to start up. They use PebbleDB. PebbleDB took Notional a solid, uh, about eight months, let's say, of work to implement, but they start up almost instantly. Um, we have made a bunch of improvements uh, to the database stack in Cosmos. And to my knowledge, our archive nodes are kind of the only viable ones across many chains. Uh, two that come to mind easily are Osmosis and Evmos. Um, our archive solution, you know, really, really outperforms others. Um, so, you know, like, I'm, I'm happy to keep on working on this stuff, but like, basically, there's two ways we could get funded okay one is governance and to be honest with you and i i don't really i don't see governance working out here i, I think it's kind of been corrupted by all nodes of course if everybody just like oh shit jacob's telling us the truth and they redelegate away from all nodes and they redelegate away from all nodes as customers governance works again okay that, that that's that's how you solve that problem um and um the you know the other the other way that we can remain involved is you know just basically we end up in one of the higher ranked validator slots we keep our commissions high uh and we use that to fund our work um and that's just sort of like you know the base level reality of where we're at with this. Uh, the cool thing about doing it, you know, through validator commissions as opposed to a governance proposal or what have you, is that like by people delegating to Notional's node, you've already approved our work. You said, hey, come on, let's do this. And uh, just given the fact that our commissions are quite high, uh, you know, that also means that like, whoever our delegators are, uh, you know, have kind of agreed to fund that. And everybody, I think I'm about done here for today because I've got a couple other things that I'd like to do. Uh, and then I've got to, you know, do some sleeping. Did anybody else want to step up and say anything or or shall we call it an evening here? I just, need, I just wanted to add one small thing, Jacob. I know that you've been busy. Um, but I've sent you a DM afterwards. If you have some time, please look at it. That's pretty much it for me. It was a good evening. Thank you for hosting the space. And, Thank you. Um, I wish you all the best, man. Genuinely. Thanks. Catch you all later. Yeah, it was good. Thank Educational. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Straight Facts and Tinfoil Hats, hosted by Jacob Gadigan. Recorded on Thursday, January 26th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, my
mind you hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.